Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janewski, also known as Victor Crumb. And you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Fleurs in this house. There's some fleurs in this house. There's some fleurs in this house. Now you fucking with some wet ass Percy. He will. Oh, Damn. That's There's some horse in this house. That is one of your best. Thanks. Nathan, can you please do your impression of um, Ben Shapiro singing that song? <laughs> well, I was just thinking, why don't we just get him on the line and maybe he can um, help us out with what a load of Hufflepuff this week. Let, let me see. Now, just to be clear, I don't have Ben Shapiro's number in my phone book, but Nathan does. <laughs> He's a close so Nathan... personal friend of mine. We see eye to eye on almost every issue. Oh, and a good let's guy. just see. Yeah, here he is. Oh, that was quick. Ben, hey, great to finally meet you. I've been a huge fan of your work, I guess, for a while. Um, could you just give us a little rendition of um, that WAP song by Cardi B? Okay, so... <laughs> okay, this is what feminists and the left think counts as music these days. There's some okay. whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> Dude, that voice is amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great bench if you It's because he's a little Jewy bitch and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so I'm Ben Shapiro. This is what a load of Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was a fan of the pod. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I think he does the same segment on his show. Oh, that would And make everyone sense. please check out his channel. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm not anyway, actually sure what's more hateful, the Paging Mr. Potter podcast or Ben Shapiro's podcast. It'd be pretty close I am, race. I'm pretty confident. At least we're joking ben. some of the time. <laughs> At least we don't actually believe all the horrible things we say. Anyway, sorry Ben, we interrupted you. Can you go back to the song? Okay, so the lyrics are, <laughs> yeah, you fucking with some wet ass p word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass p word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass p word. Now, I asked my wife, what is a P-word? And she, she said, it's a women's private parts. And she said they should be bone dry. It should be arid. <laughs> like, arid. She said it should be like August in the Sahara. Well, there you go. Well, Ben, um, I know you've got other commitments, so maybe you could leave. But, um... <laughs> okay, that's well, I have a, hey, Ben, I just have a quick question. Is the P-word um, pussy? As in a vagina, or Percy, as in the famous Weasley. Oh my God! For the, so I know that the the um the Potterfiles at home didn't say this, but as soon as Reed said the word pussy, Ben Shapiro's head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Ben Shapiro is dead and gone forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's a, another feather in our cap, isn't it? Successful start to um the podcast, I'd say. I, I guess for anyone that hasn't seen the Ben Shapiro video um, singing WAP, that's not going to make a lot of sense, but look it up because, like, do yourself a favour, as Molly Meldrum might say, and uh, <laughs> please look that up. Uh, what's this podcast? I always introduce it. Someone else do it this week. Well, it's the Paging Mr. Potter podcast. Yeah. Um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome one and all. Um, I'm Nathan. You're Andrew. I'm reading. And you're reading. 
And this is where we read one page each and every week of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. We're up to page 83. It's been a fucking pretty big waste of time, I'd say, so so far. Oh, yeah. Um, Tremendous waste of time. Haven't come across anything interesting or uh, even that good. So, Hey, but teaser, there mm. we do come across a uh, major character in the book. We in- introduced it to a new character. I don't know if That's we're going to like this character a lot. In fact... <laughs> Like, given our track history, we've hated every single character. Has there been a single character that's got a a, uh, you know, a sympathetic run from us? I, I thought we I thought we quite liked McGonagall because she was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and we cat. liked Mrs. Fig, Figgy because yeah. she yeah. never let her many uh, maladies bring her down. She's got Mrs. a good Fig fighting tough, spirit. Tough as old boots, famously. <laughs> tough as old boots. That's right. And I love Madame Malkin. Have I can't remember, remember what she does or who she was, but I remember there's that's someone's name. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right, that is someone's name. There you go. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what you can come... What, yeah, what, what the part of us have come to expect. Um, <laughs> do we have any NRL news this week? That's what I want to know. Yeah, there's been a lot of NRL news. It's kind of just been the same old shit from last week, really. It, no one's, no one cares anymore. Like it's because a lot of teams can't make the finals anymore. They don't give a shit about the COVID bubble or whatever. Mm. And so there's been, you know, not one, not two, but seems like a hundred different people have <laughs> burst the bubble. We had um, famous NRL larrikin Brett Finch, who's <laughs> been hanging out in the in the Warriors coaching box recently. He's been involved with some of the coaching there. Photos of him on some random podcast kissing people came out. Oh. I mean, and this is a this is an elder statesman of the game. So, <laughs> oh, Finchy, Finchy. So I don't know. I don't. I don't have that much to say other than what did you expect? Well, Andrew, you broke the story last week about Tavita Pengai Junior also breaking the uh, bubble yeah, restrictions. Absolutely. Um. Turned out he went to a the opening of a bikey barbershop. <laughs> Just wondering, can anyone explain to me what the fuck that means? Well... Yeah, what does that mean? Bikies, actually... So, this is interesting. I used to live in um, Brighton La Sands in Sydney, where it was a famous hub for bikies. They would often go to the cafes there. And the thing is, they have a pretty, you know, a bad reputation as, you know, knockabout tough guys who, you know... Stab each other, rah, 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 rah. but they actually, they actually have uh, a lot of similarities to Jonathan from Queer Eye. They're very big into their hair. They take really? it very seriously, and they have honestly some of the best hands in terms of uh, haircutting. The best haircutting hands that you'll find. If you want a very good cut, you've got to go to a bikey. There you go. I didn't know that. I don't want to get off the topic, but I. Hate that Jonathan Van Ness guy. Hey, he's what? Fucking... No, I love him. Are you kidding me? What do you mean he's so sassy? Oh, he's a fucking nightmare. I hate him. I, I do like that show, but that dude is like so annoying. Maybe I don't want to say that because it's hard to say that without sounding homophobic. But... No, all you have to do is you have to just say that you like a couple of the other ones, and then no one will think you're homophobic. You just go, oh, I love, yeah, but he's I like, love, but, yeah, but he's like, but fine. he's like the gayest one. So it's like, oh. <laughs> You like them, but not when they're, like, too gay. You know, that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to really um, elaborate on your reasons. His hair is gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's like it's the, I hate, I hate black people, but I, that Tiger Woods can hit a ball hard. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't want to become across like that. So, let's retract that. Um, well, that's too late. It's out there. Oh, is that staying in? Yeah, surely, surely, surely. 
And Potiphar's I just hate writing... Jonathan Van Ness's personality. That's all I want to say. He lifts people up. They all do. You, He's a nightmare. You could do with a queer eyeing, Andrew, to be honest. Of course. They would have I'm a up for the queer eye experience. I like some of the other ones, not all of them. No, I like Tan. I like um, who's the one that doesn't really do anything, but he sometimes Karamo. cooks and he's and he's super hot. Oh, Anthony! No, Anthony! Anthony! Oh, he's hot. But um, yeah. Anyway, we'll fucking back to <laughs> whatever we were talking about. Bikies. Oh yeah, bikies, bikies, bikies. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we left from NRL to bikies to queer. Eye Actually, for the you know what? Guy. I've got another. I've got another, another little thing we can do mm. based on this. Who here this morning saw watched Insiders? It's it's Sunday the sixteenth, I think, of August. Insiders was on, and for those who haven't seen the show, I, maybe it's blown up by now. Maybe maybe Twitter's already blown up. But did everyone see Bill Shorten call Scott Morrison a simp on national television? <laughs> no, it not. has blown up on Twitter. I can confirm Has that. it? Andrew okay, good. watched it just before this podcast. Did he mean to call him a simp like how, like in the in the sense of the word or is that like a, a, a political word that I'm not a, a, aware of? A hundred percent in like the, the TikTok way. Like in like... <laughs> like the, the sex yeah. way. The sex he way. He seems to have used it correctly. As in the kind of like... As in pretty much what he was saying is, because he was saying uh, we don't want ScoMo to be a simp for Trump. He's becoming a bit of a simp for Trump. So what he's saying is if Donald Trump had an OnlyFans account, ScoMo would be like the first one to subscribe kind of thing. Yeah, he would be like, um, he, he would like just like give, give him heaps of money for not doing anything or he'd like um, yeah. get him to humiliate him and um, pay him for the pleasure to do so. It's a psychotic thing to say at the best of times, especially for a man who's got to be, you know, in his 50s. Um, but it's even more insane to say that on Insiders, a show where I think <laughs> the median dignified. age is probably 75, maybe. <laughs> the viewing audience is probably well into their 80s, maybe. But more than that, I think it's it's not good advice because when it comes to matters of the, of the heart, at least, um, my <laughs> motto has always been keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> go on Yeah, no, go on a long, long way uh, Just for the few insincere now, compliments Nathan, I don't know what you're saying You have a very And, and may I say this uh, With the, the deepest degree of respect and love A very simpish energy about you <laughs> So That's I can see why, why you would take offence That's a compliment Yeah, it's a compliment to, to someone like you So, oh. and, and let me get this straight, Andrew Is... is Bill Shorten saying that uh, Scott Morrison, Trump to Scott Morrison, he's like some sort of daddy, like Trump's Scott's big daddy, and he just wants... Um, Something along those lines. Right, right. I See, that's not... Yeah. There are a lot of different frames that you can, and lenses that you can view political relations, uh, you know, through realism, liberalism, like those sorts of uh, frameworks, but I've never heard of the simp framework. Well, the reason I brought up, the reason that I was reminded of this after the whole Queer Eye thing is I, I was kind of under the impression, and this is because I'm a little bit too, like, I feel like I'm too old to use the term simp. Like, it's a, it's, it's a young person's <laughs> thing. But the, but the, so Bill Shorten's fucking, I don't know, in another, on another planet. But um, I guess also while we're on the topic, fuck me, I forgot what a weirdo Bill Shorten is. One of the <laughs> oddest people ever. One of the oddest, it's, it's, 
psychotic that an actual party in this country said, this is our guy. How could you possibly be surprised when you lose the election? I mean, it made the whole choosing Hillary Clinton thing seem like a sane decision. (laughs) The arrogance of putting this, you know, political poison as your... Oh, man. Hey, but which Harry Potter characters do you reckon are simps? (laughs) And which should be the leader of the opposition? Because <laughs> I feel like the two go hand in hand. Ron would work. Ron's a Ron's a great candidate. Total yeah. simp. Nothing to really offer substantively. He only obviously got with Hermione by like sucking up to her by simping her big time. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's a strategy that worked though. Yeah. And who do you reckon of the Harry Potter characters would be most likely to have an OnlyFans? Ooh, most likely to have an OnlyFans. Hagrid? <laughs> oh, that would be a beastly OnlyFans. <laughs> See some weird shit with the animals. You Jack, certainly would. fucks the animals? <laughs> well, you're just going to have to subscribe to his OnlyFans written and, and let us know. <laughs> because that kind of content, believe me, you have to pay for. So... <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, is illegal. Does not and, come um, cheap. Just because an, a creature is magical doesn't mean that it's okay. Um, it's still just as wrong as in our world. So, Hagrid, um, we've got our eyes on you. Anyway, um, <laughs> fuck me. I don't know even know where we are. This podcast is getting more and more fucking cooked, isn't it? I agree. It? I agree. I don't know. I don't know where we are and anymore. And this is the good part. This is the part, like, you know, at the start where we're full of energy and, you know, yeah, all fresh. Like... <laughs> I've got energy today. I just don't. Have a brain it seems Well we're like. up to page 83 That's worth bearing in mind This has been going on for a long, long, long time And we've been on the train for a fair while as well, Reed And so I'm hoping that we at least make a little bit of progress Distance-wise Like even, <laughs> even if the story doesn't progress I hope we're a little bit closer this week to Hogwarts yes. at least It certainly feels like we've been on the train for a lifetime Alright, so at the end of our page 82, of course, you remember King of the Simps, Neville coming in. And, uh, <laughs> yep, yep, that's another good Mr. candidate. Mr. Simp. Mr. Simp, yeah, we should just keep an eye. If we, if we do see a simp that sort of pops up on uh, in the page, that we just alert the Potterfiles to the simp. Uh, so, King Simp <laughs> Neville, he, he, he's looking for his toad. Uh, can't find it. The boys haven't seen it. That's the end of page 82. And then Harry says to him at the start of page 83, don't worry, mate, look, he'll turn up. The boy says, yeah, all right, look, if you see him, let me know. Just your standard sort of um, toad-searching interaction. He then leaves. Uh, Ron says, don't know why he's so bothered. If I'd brought a toad, I'd lose it as quick as I could. Which is very fucking interesting because just like, Mm. what was it, like four weeks, one whole month ago, um... Ron was bitching and moaning because all he had uh, was a second-hand rat. Mm. Yeah, I'd take a toad over that any day of the week. A fresh toad, no less. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there. It's, it's almost like this character is quite, um, you know, inconsistently written. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit like it's all over the shop and it's only been... He's only been in the page, the book, for about a chapter. It's a bit like that. Anyway, what happens next? Uh, well, the rat is snoozing on Ron's lap, so that's... Worth noting um, Ron, Ron says he might have died And you wouldn't have known the difference I tried to turn him yellow yesterday To make him more interesting But the spell didn't work 
So, okay. You know. So, I mean, turn yeah, him okay. yellow. So that's like a Simpson. So he's a turning him into. <laughs> it's like his little simp son. It's his. Because he's a simp. Son. <laughs> so Scuppers is very much his simp son. It's his very much his simp son. <laughs> oh God, that was fucked. <laughs> It's just not very good. Like, it's also just like, okay, you're not allowed to do magic, number one. Even I know that. You should know that, Ron. You're not allowed to be doing magic. Oh, yeah. Secondly. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Secondly, if you are going to do some illegal magic, is that the best you've got? Turn your rat a different color? There are more. Unless he's trying to make a Simpson, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and there are more interesting ways to sort of spice up a rat, you'd think, than just making it yellow. You could give it wings. You could give it a massive hog. Um, you could, yeah, you could do that. Um, the possibilities are endless. Exactly. Imagine that. Imagine on page eighty-three of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's <laughs> Stone, it said, "Yeah, you know, my rat. He's just, he's just lying. There. He could be dead for all I know. He's just asleep." The other day, just to make it a bit more interesting, I tried to give him a massive <laughs> cock. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's a loyal pet. He's a great companion. But his t- his cock's minuscule. <laughs> I thought it's, it's just- laughable. <laughs> It's a laughable hog, even for a rat. <laughs> even for a second-hand rat. This is a laughable hog. Anyway, JK went a different route, but um, I think that would have been interesting. Oh, well, I agree. He rummaged around in his trunk and pulled out a very battered-looking wand. It was chipped in places and something white was glinting at the end. So this was... Um, oh, that's an interesting description. Uh, this is... Ron, again, sort of showing how poor he is. He can't even afford a decent wand. You'd think they'd sort him out with something that wasn't chipped and broken, especially something as powerful as a wand. You don't know what could happen with that. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound very safe, does it? No. I don't like how this guy... I, I, I'm starting to really detest this Ronald character because he's a guy who clearly doesn't come from much. And, and we all love that. We love a battler. Mm. We love a An sort underdog, underdog story. story. Yeah. Un- absolutely. But... To then be passing judgment on Neville and his and his toad and saying, like, if I had a toad, I'd fucking kill it. I don't give a shit. Fuck that toad. <laughs> it's like, you guys are... It's, it's all in this together. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he's kind of... I feel like he's got a real nastiness to him that um, <clears throat> that I imagine we're going to find out more about in, 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 in later weeks. All right. So we finally, guys, we're going to meet a new character, which is very exciting. Can you take a guess who it might be? Uh, Grindelwald. Oh, close, <laughs> close, Nathan. Is it going to be Hermione? Oh, ding, ding, ding. Nathan, hey. it is Hermione. Finally, because it's been a bit of a sausage fest up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> Much like this podcast. It's like you can't have all these simps lined up in a row and have no one for them to work the their magic on. So for their simpishness. Exactly. They need we need the femme fatale. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> cometh the moment, cometh the femme fatale. Um, <laughs> and not a moment too soon. She burst through the door. Um, she was already wearing her new Hogwarts robes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's got Neville next to him. So he's really simping up beside her. Um, he says, She says, has anyone seen a toad? Neville's lost one. Uh, and, then ah. she, and then this is the description, which I don't... Remember this description being so mean, but this is what it is word for word. She had a bossy sort of voice, lots of bushy brown hair, and rather large front teeth. Oh. 
Actually, I think we did know about the big front teeth because didn't JK at some point use that to indicate that, oh, no, Hermione was black? And everyone's like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. way more racist. Oh, that you my said God. Because remember, she's like, oh, Hermione's black. <laughs> Look, I gave her buck teeth. And we're like, dude, <laughs> you can't say that. I swear to God, that's oh a real God. thing. I, th- I think that's true. <laughs> fucking... Is, is, that, is it... that... Did I make that up? I swear that's real. Does that sound even vaguely familiar or is that just that, me that, being racist? That does sound vaguely familiar, actually. Um, I swear that was that was a thing. Anyway. Is that even a stereotype for black people? <laughs> Not really. If she was Chinese, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a rabbit. Like, I feel like for Chinese people, they're... <laughs> or a rabbit. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's beside the point. What's important right now is finding Neville's toad. So what happens next? And there is, I must say, no mention that she is black. Um, like <laughs> Can yeah. confirm. Yeah. Uh, I did scan the page. No mention that she's black. Ron replies, we've already told him that we haven't seen it, um, but the girl was already looking at the wand in his hand. So he's already getting the simping going. Uh, he says... <laughs> Is he? Well, maybe. She says, oh, are you doing magic? Let's see it then. She sat down and Ron looks uh, a bit taken aback. And then he clears his throat to um, show her some magic. Sunshine, daisies, buttermellow, turn this stupid fat rat yellow. That's the end of the page. Right. I suspect that's not going to work because Ron's quite a hapless fellow and I think that it's kind of in keeping with his, um, you know, with the, with the, the character that JK has created that, that he will fuck this up. What I would like, but I am intrigued as to whether it works. So I was thinking we could throw it through AI Rowling very quickly. How do we, are we okay with that? I think that'll give us a really good indication of um, just how simpish and magical Ron really is. Just, oh, and by the way, oh, sorry, go on. Go I just on, before, I just was thinking, Sunshine Daisy's butter mellow, turn the stupid fat rat yellow. It, it, I don't remember in any of the rest of Hogwarts or any of the magic <laughs> that they do these sort of Witch over a cauldron Such style a good spells. Point. They, they, have, a they good have very point. snappy, you know, Alakazam, Avada Kedavra. Yeah, like, yeah it's not Alakazam. It's not in plain English. No. We got him, Leviosa, and shit like that. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It wasn't like in the Dirty final book. stupid fat rat yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I have new and dog of <laughs> What the fuck would that work? Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Voldemort was so unsuccessful in killing <laughs> Harry. He tried to use like Avada Kedavra or some yeah, shit. He was speaking Latin or ancient yeah, yeah, Greek yeah. or some shit. But he... Dumbass. <laughs> He's got to be like Sunshine Daisies, Buttermellow, <laughs> killed this stupid Potter fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most powerful that's, that's magic. My, is that's my Voldemort couplets. impression. <laughs> <laughs> Spot I haven't on. seen the movies in a while. That is how he speaks, right? Oh yeah, that's that's uncanny. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oi, Severus, come in, <laughs> come in, <here>, Severus. <laughs> Are you still a deaf eater or what? <laughs> He's playing. Fuck a deaf eater. Anyway, um, back to AI Rowling. Oh, and by the way, um, if anyone wants to have a go at AI Rowling, I have finally put it up online, um, so anyone can can have have a go at it. Um, if you want to check it out, I think we, we might post it on the uh, Instagram or something, but the website is um, drewbot.com. That's, d- that's, <laughs> D-R, that's dr00bot.com uh, forward slash project forward slash AI dash rolling. It's a little bit 
um, of a mouthful. But if you just go to drewbot.com, you'll, you'll be able to find it. Anyway. Um, oh, and if you did go there, send us in some shit that it comes up with. We'd Hell love yeah. to see it. Anyway, so he clears his throat. Sunshine daisies, butter mellow. Turn this stupid fat rat yellow. That's the end of the page. And A.R. Rowling says, <clears throat> and what's that supposed to mean? Gasped Hermione. Now that is spot on as well. That's good, right? Well, Sunshine. That's supposed to mean something, said Ron. Neither of them looked at each other. So the sparks are absolutely flying. <clears throat> you think she's not going to understand that I've got charms with my ex professor with my ex Professor McGonagall, said Ron. Whoa. Whoa, Whoa. so Ron used to date McGonagall? <laughs> well, I, mean, I didn't know, know this. That. So he's simping uh, knows no bounds, whether it be <laughs> age or status. Um and then he said, she'll have no idea. She thinks I'm a babysitter for Dumbledore. So he's also babysitting Dumbledore. I mean, I didn't know well, this. Well, so maybe... Right? Whoa, 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 whoa. So does that mean Dumbledore is simping... Right? It's some sort of perverted simping spider's web of, of simping where he's simping McGonagall. <laughs> Dumbledore's simping Ron. Neville's simping yeah, Dumbledore's Hermione. And Scott Morrison's yeah. simping Donald Trump. And Scott Morrison's <laughs> <laughs> and it's all going down on page 83 in the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> and then um, the final thing is Hermione's side. So that all seems pretty appropriate. That, so that Hermione's works. had enough of Ron's shit already. I I, I know Rowling's beginning to really scare me because I think she like genuinely yeah. understands what's happening in the book. I know that genuinely could have been, well, not the thing about him babysitting Dumbledore or fucking McGonagall, but other than that, the rest of it was quite accurate. Do you remember that rumour I had about that um, political editor? Dude, I was about to bring that up and then I thought, <laughs> that is not on. Because that's exactly what I thought of with Dumbledore. Yeah, so he... he I, I, of course, I can't say names because I don't want to defame... Uh, you said it on our old podcast, but anyway. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah you named it. Was it. A very that's distinguished... not green lights. <laughs> you have to do whatever you want. <laughs> There's precedent. Um, there was a... Very distinguished political editor for a some sort of I won't say Australian media company, and there was a rumor that in Canberra uh, he would <laughs> go around bathhouses dressed up in a an adult diaper and a dummy, and that was sort of his thing. So I guess he was simping uh, a whole bathhouse of men. Uh, dressed as a little, a little baby, a little baby, and so I can't you... believe you actually said his name and all of that shit on our old podcast. That's insane. It's actually fucked. So if that story sounds like it's up your alley, please go and check out our old podcast. Zero thumbs down. Um, that was very much the tone of the thing. Reading your, your, oh god, your gossip. And no, that's slander. That is, that let's, is let's actually call it. Yeah, apparently that's that's like the worst kept secret in, in the press gallery in Canberra. Everyone knows. It's yeah. I mean, you, you see, Reedan's Reedan's goss is also. I remember one time we were watching an NRL game, and I'm not going to name the player because even though it's not true, it's still kind of. I don't want to slander him at all. For one. It's still upsetting what you said about him. <laughs> So, um, a player for the Dragons a few years ago, um, who I said, oh, he's my favorite player. And you were like, oh, I've heard bad things about him. I was like, oh, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, one of my sister's friends used to date him. And, um, 
apparently he was physically abusive. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is one of the like nice guys of the game, blah, blah, blah. That's huge. That can't be right. No, 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 no. I was like rocked by it. It really upset me. And then like the next day, you're like, oh, whoops, my mistake. None of that was true. And it's like, <laughs> you can't just go around ruining people's lives like this. No, man. I've been telling a lot of people that as well. Every, anytime he would come up on screen, I'd tell people that. Pretty That's far. fucked. I know, I know, I know. It's really bad. But Could I you imagine if someone was doing that to you? Like if someone was actually walking around and saying, oh, you know, Reden, like he's, I don't know, what's a bad thing? People would believe anything about that guy. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, that, that's true. It's not. It's not. Yeah, that's not apples for apples. Anyway, mm. uh, that that was no good. And I do apologise to him for that because I shouldn't have said it. But then, by the same token, reading you're well known for your um, piece of investigative journalism on this podcast about a uh, very prominent religious leader mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. rampant pedophilia. Potophilia. <laughs> no, we all make mistakes, Nathan. We all make mistakes. Wow. That's a slip of the tongue. Well, Very well, careful. well. Potophilia, that is. That's potophilia. Now, where are we at with that whole thing? That's the only one we're allowed to say, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we have to okay. go back to potophilia now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, anyway. Okay. Oh, so what the point I was making was, do you think Dumbledore in AR Rowling's sort of alternate timeline is dressed up as a little baby in a diaper and he's going around to Ron and Ron's like spanking him on his little bottom oh. and that's what he means by his babysitting Dumbledore. Is that what he's getting at? I can't speak for AR Rowling, <laughs> um, you know, but I suspect not. Okay. Anyway... Uh- <laughs> Actually, you know what? While we're on the topic, this is like, this is psychotic, but um, Nathan and I were having uh, dinner the other night with uh, some friends and a couple of them do listen to the podcast. I can't even really remember what the what the um, context was here, but one of our friends, who is, who is a potophile, as I said, he brought up the fact that Dumbledore's brother... Fucks goats mm. And apparently This is what? a real thing <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. I'm Dude. sorry Gonna have to <laughs> Slow down there Before you move on To the next thing What? Dude Apparently He Well Apparently I can't libel him He's a fucking character In a book Yeah but you can't defend a wizard he- Yeah if you can't defend a wizard day, That's day one. one of our catchphrases But Apparently bestiality Is heavily implied When it comes to Dumbledore's brother <laughs> They keep talking about And this is a quote This is a quote Inappropriate charms that had to do with goats. Even as a young boy, he had an unhealthy obsession with goats. Um, Aberforth's favourite story was Grumble the Grubby Goat. He was obsessed with goats. Um, There's a great thread on um, Reddit, written that you should check out. It's called, So Was Aberforth Really Having Sex With Those Goats? <laughs> now, this, Seriously. Do, all right. Are you saying I need to do some sort of investigation? <laughs> I think you're uh, the dude, man can for you the please? job. Look, I I'll, think it's like a real thing. If you type in Aberforth um, in Google, the third thing that comes up is Aberforth Dub- Dumbledore Goat. So, wow. I mean, this is, seems like the exact sort of thing that I was um, made to investigate. <laughs> like, can I just... So, this is this is in, in the books. It said um, that Dumbledore... This is in Goblet of Fire, apparently. Oh, so Dumbledore this is a, said... Sorry. This is real. Dumbledore said that his brother was prosecuted for practicing inappropriate charms on a goat. Oh. That's re- that's real. That's <laughs> Why real. Why would she write that? 
Why would she write that in a kid's book? Okay, alternate theory here. And and I almost don't want to even propose this because I love the thought of uh, Dumbledore's brother having sex with goats um, oh, all in a children's book. That's, that's oh, We all pray that gold. it's true. <laughs> but there's another famous wizard that we've talked about on the pod who is renowned for doing a few questionable <laughs> things to goats. I'm talking, of course, about... Oberon's or Ravenheart. Oh, yes. That, this yeah. is fascinating. Famously. This, this is fascinating. Used to make mangled unicorns by uh, surgically altering the structure of a goat's head. That's real. That's in real life. That's real, yep. He's also Much the headmaster of a rival school, the Grey School of Wizardry online. Everyone can look it up and pay a lot of money and do their classes. <laughs> is he Aberforth? Dude, I think he might be. It makes that, it, it makes like a it. lot of sense because you could easily okay, yes, our sick minds immediately jump to the conclusion that he's having sex with the goats. Mm. When she says practicing inappropriate charms on a goat, we all think that's not good. But I would say that rearranging the skeletal structure of an animal, mm. a goat, is also an inappropriate thing to be doing, and perhaps that is what JK is and referring to. Furthermore, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that at some point his dick slipped into a goat. At some point. <laughs> it's so actually in the middle of the realms of possibility. Mutually exclusive. <laughs> now, and that, I have to say, is incredibly defamatory, but you can't defame a wizard. Can't defame a wizard. <laughs> and he is a wizard. He's a self described wizard. <laughs> exactly. What do you want from me? And the, oh my! I, I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking back, and you know how when you hear something, the sort of penny drops for other things, and you go, it "All makes sense mm. now." Now I understand why the yet to be released um, third prequel for the Harry Potter series is called Fantastic Goats and How to Fuck Them. <laughs> Such a good point. <laughs> it makes sense now. I was a bit confused by it at the time, but now that we've put the pieces together, it's also it all makes sense. <laughs> Well, now, there you go. Now, someone so big actually, shout out to Potophile Alex for um, bringing that to our attention. And another Potophile, I'm pretty sure, wrote in this week and said, we haven't had a crazy theory for some weeks now. Well, there oh, you well. go. I mean, <laughs> if that doesn't work for you, we'll try again next week. But I think that might fit the bill. Um, now... There's, I've actually got a few things to talk about this week, if that's all right. Have oh, you got good. anything you want to you go on with? No. Not at all. Okay. Okay, so so last week, um, I had a bit of a rant about um, uh, Barnaby Joyce's wife becoming a bodybuilder. Um, mm. And I felt a little bit bad about it at the time because it felt like I was kind of punching down a bit because, you know, she's a she's she's had a rough trot the last few years. I did say that all female bodybuilders and male bodybuilders look revolting. <laughs> and I felt quite bad about that. But... <laughs> The, you know, a very exciting thing happened during the week, and that was that there was a groundswell of support. <laughs> so many Potiphars wrote in and told me that I was right, that they hate strong people, well, and they particularly are hate the feeblest of all creatures. I'll say that. <laughs> That's definitely true. It's I disagree. Wretched, I love them. wretched little creatures. There. <laughs> you just call our listeners wretched little creatures. If you're listening to this, he's talking to you. <laughs> but I disagree. I no, disagree. Not only are you weak, but you're wretched. <laughs> now, just to kind of confirm, I'm a man who's, 
you know, gets excited by data. And so I decided to do a little bit of a poll uh, on Instagram and we got a lot of people um, answering. So I posted a few pictures of um, bodybuilders, male and female, and asked if they were hot. <laughs> and uh, there was three pictures. The first one, we had a 80% of people said, no, not hot. Um, the second one, 91% of people said not hot. Um, the third one, uh, 77% of people said was not hot. So overall, most people not into um, bodybuilders, it seems. Um, but the final question that I put to the potifiers was, should unnecessary strength be illegal? <clears throat> and we got a whopping 77% of people saying yes. <laughs> and so I feel empowered now to, um, to tell you all about my, I guess... It's not a manifesto, but I guess it's like a <laughs> a, a new world that's order that never, I'd like to see. That's a red flag right there. Yeah, no. I'd say a manifesto, but it's certainly a statement of political intent. Um, Look, and and the thing is, you two both. I think I've already bored you with my psychotic theory that I'm about to lay on everyone, <laughs> yep. and even I, um, and even on this podcast, decided that this was too psycho to say. <laughs> live on the pod because I think it does make me seem like a mentalist but <clears throat> seeing as you all seem to hate strong people as much as me here we go so I reckon that unnecessary strength that is strength beyond sort of normal human strength should be illegal it should not be allowed um, and there's a, there's a number of reasons for this number one there's no point it's pointless <laughs> there's no reason ever for you to be strong in this day and age number two um, it's 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 essentially a weapon, right? Why? What, what, if, if 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 strength serves absolutely no purpose um, practically, but it does allow you to kill somebody, which it does, then I don't see why it's any different to owning a gun. I don't see how it's any different. It's 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 a, it's a superfluous thing that you don't need. But does allow you to kill someone. But it, it does allow fucked. you to get other people horny. Like some people like a strong man or a strong woman, whereas a gun. It's a fascinating. Not, not it's so a fascinating. Much. It's a fascinating point you raise, Raiden. But what I'm talking about here is a shift in the paradigm of beauty to the point where strength is is reviled. We 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 see strength as disgusting, and I can see that there's already some some you know sort of as evidenced by this poll that I put out, this scientific poll that I sent out to a random sample of potophiles. Um, <clears throat> there's already a lot of people who who find this sort of strength unappealing, and I think once you outlaw strength. It will become unappealing. We will see weak people as attractive. The paradigm will shift, and the paradigm has shifted many times already. Marilyn Monroe's, you know, body type was the, you know, the 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 epitome of beauty at the time. Then that shifted through the ages. Now, you know, it's shifting again. I think it's just uh, a matter of time before we start to view strength as disgraceful and disgusting <laughs> as it is now. But the, those shifts were not. Um inspired by acts of law banning certain body types. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but it's 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 something to strive for is what I'm saying. My, my what, point was simply that these things are not set in stone. What sort of punishment do you think would be appropriate for someone that's gone over the uh, permitted level of strength? And, and how are we going to enforce them when they're so much stronger than uh, the law enforcement? Uh, well, so we still need some strong... Um, law enforcers and this is one so that's where it is necessary you're saying 
So there are examples where it's necessary, right? It's necessary to do that job. For example, the NRL. We love it. I don't want to see them get skinnier. So what you can do is if you have a job where you need to be strong, you can apply for a license. And if it's appropriate, just much much like a farmer can apply for a rifle license. If you were going to be playing in the NRL, for example, you get a license to be strong. When you're walking down the street or massive and stuff like that, a police officer might come up to you and say, hey, do you have a permit for that? And he'll say, yes, I do. Show his little license. I'll say, on you go. So, so, so you were saying, how do you police this? How do we encourage people to not get strong? The way you do that is, the way that you, you know, it's it's a simple capitalist maneuver. You introduce incentives into the system, and the incentive that I'm talking about is, it's actually okay to murder or assault physically anyone that is stronger than you. Now that and actually re- does make sense because <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Because technically they are stronger than you. So the damage, if you have successfully managed to assault a strong person with your weak body, uh, that seems fair. That's my point is if you are physically weaker than somebody and you choose to fight them, then I mean, I still am not right into fighting people. But my point is that this is one way that we, that strong people will suddenly have a target on their back. If you're strong and let's say you have a job and you and some weakling are going for the same position and you're too strong, that weakling can just take you out and get that job. This is, the more I'm talking, the more I realize this is one of the most psychotic things I've ever said. And I am, I am that regretting it. That really mental. <laughs> there are some strong links though back to the Harry Potter universe because in- Oh, thank God, Harry- please tie it all together for us. <laughs> yeah, why not? In the Harry Potter world, strength, physical strength, a big- um, robust body isn't something that people, you know, strive for or, or lust after right. because what they want is someone with a big wand, someone with powerful magical powers. That's that, right. Because that is the source of strength, magic, not muscles, which maybe that should be a, a new motto of the <laughs> podcast, magic, not muscles. I love it. I think it, I think that would be great. Um, anyway, maybe the whole murder thing we can, uh, we can, you know, Brainstorm that one a little. Not sure about that one. There are some hard edges that might need some sanding down. Sure. But it's not all about the the, uh, free exchange of ideas, you know, in the the marketplace of ideas. Yeah, I guess I just took it way too far. But but I guess... Sorry, Andrew, just one more question. What would be a crime for, say, uh, sleeping with a strong person? Like the punishment? The punishment. If, If I, a weak person, saw a strong person... And I'm obviously doing damage if I'm then, you know, uh, fraternizing with the strong and validating their strength as some sort of, you know. I mean, that sounds like a Barnaby's choice to me. <laughs> yeah, but would, I, would I be punished for having sex with a strong person? No, as I said, I don't think... I mean, we may need to iron out some of the you kinks here, but... I don't think you'd be punished uh, under any legal kind of um, structure, but you just would be the source of derision and mockery. Exactly. Uh, social pariah. Yeah, exactly. All your friends would be like, oh, did you get with... Oh, did you get with strong Steve? <laughs> yeah, you know so, what I mean? Like, it'll be that kind of thing. Which is bad news for simps, because simps just love, you know, a big, strong person to take control and absolutely go to town. So that's also something <laughs> worth thinking about. 
And as I said it now, I regret it. Well, I might <laughs> never be on this podcast again because I strongly regret everything I've said for the last... Ooh, I felt like half an hour, but maybe it wasn't quite that long. Um, this one you, was really, really crazy. This was I was so right crazy. not to say any of that in the, uh, in the past. So I'm sorry. Um, it's just a theory, though. It's just a theory. <laughs> it's not like you've, you've formalised it into some sort of... You know, grand theory or manifesto of some kind. No. It's not like that's a draft document that's, you know, knocking around <laughs> in the public sphere right now. I mean, it's not like that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, what do we think of the page? <laughs> um, I think it was a quite a strong page from JK, which mm. means it's bad. So <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to punish it because it's not socially acceptable. Um, Eight, nine, ten, ten. Sure, love it. Ten. Uh, word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Manifesto. Title of the page. Oh, Ooh. We got sync. Oh. We've got strong. We've got uh, manifesto. Harry Potter. And the simps will inherit the earth. Oh, that's pretty good. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, um, those are some words that you could say. Dumble do's um, and don'ts. Dumble don't fuck a goat. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> and Dumble do, hey, if you do feel like whacking on a nappy, then do it. You know, who's to stop you? Me? I'm not going to stop you. I'll encourage it. I'll, I'll, I'll tie it up behind you. This podcast, honestly, this like this this specific podcast feels like the kind of thing that's gonna get played in a courtroom one day. Like it's it's fucking mental. This is the most cooked shit, and I'm responsible for it. Yeah, this really does feel like the last one, doesn't it? It does. It, I, I don't know if we can do it again. What we've lost the fucking plot. That theory I went on about was psychotic. Reading defaming news readers. <laughs> it was and saying terrible that they at nappies. the start as well. like all everything leading up to the page. Is fucking this the worst hell. one we've done? I'll be shocked if it's not. But let us know. Hey, yeah, we'd love to hear from <laughs> you guys. We've got break? some constructive feedback. I actually think we might need to take a break. We can talk about this off air, but. This is fucking nuts. I don't feel good about it. And here's the other thing is that I'm not even that fussed by it. That's my brain is so poisoned that I'm like, nah, no, this is all sort of I'm not I'm a bit I'm a bit ho hum about it all, to be honest. As we were doing it, hundred percent. But now just looking back, sort of surveying our kingdom, I'm going, This is like Sodom. It's is horrible. <laughs> it's no in more good. in more uh, ways than one. Well yeah. I mean we literally <laughs> discussed that. And the goat type, anyway. Um, and the, oh, fuck okay. me. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Hey. I'm so. I'm. Re- I know we say it every week, but I really am so sorry. <laughs> I love the apologies at the end. That's my favorite part of every pod. No other podcast has to apologize every <laughs> week, but I really <laughs> sincerely apologize for all of that. Oh, and also, Potiphar Steve. It was his birthday today. So, big shout out to Steve. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's a big potophile. He was he was living in London for a while. I think he's responsible for most of our European listeners, to be honest, because I know he was a huge advocate for the pod. I can't imagine what they think of you now, Steve. <laughs> but um, but happy birthday to you! Many happy returns, brother. I can only hope that he got his little owl in the mail saying you could go to Hogwarts this year. <laughs> I don't think you get an owl in the mail. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, an owl in a mailbox. Okay. Well, bye. All right, let's go. Well, let's I go, feel let's go. sick, okay. so goodbye. <laughs>